Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. I'm a little bit of a drama queen but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Shit is D-A-R-K right now. I just sent a voice message to my friend. I was telling her, I was like, personal service announcement. Shit's dark these days. Uh, I'm doing not great on a personal note. I'm going through it, but it's fine because I have faith. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have faith that I can get through anything. I'm going to, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. (laughs) Nothing can stop me. I'm trying my best is what it should be edited to. But here's the thing. Even though I, I won't let anything stop me, I don't want anything more I don't want any more baggage. I don't want any more trauma. Like, I need a break. And when it rains, it pours. And I've had so many good years. I really, I've had a lot of good years. And I'd like another one. I really thought 2021 was going to be that for me. I mean, I thought 2020 was going to be that for me. But I really am desperately praying to the good above. Help me out. Give me a break. I cannot. Here's the thing. I want to say I can't handle anymore, but I can. I don't want to handle anymore. I I want to be able to get out of this water treading and I want to swim to a new location. And I can tread for the rest of my life if I have to, but do I want to? Absolutely not. 
Yeah, I hate, I hate this phase that I'm in, this period of life that I'm in. I'm mad at it. I got a lot of anger inside of me. Too much anger. And I used to not have an angry bone in my body, but I am so angry these days at everything. Myself, those around me, things I can't control, things I can control. I think I'm most angry at myself and things that I can control. They say you either take your anger out on others or yourself. And I'm definitely a myself kind of person, but God, sometimes wouldn't it be great just to get it out on others? But the thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. It doesn't really, it's not great advice. So I'm not advising it. I'm just entertaining the idea, okay? Also, I normally have a bit of a setup. There's a siren. And now, and I'm so sensitive to everything. Every time I hear a siren, I'm like, God, someone's living a nightmare right now. It's too much. It's too much. And hot girl summer is ending. Hot girl summer, I give it a 5 out of 10. 6 out of 10, maybe. I love June. I like July. August can suck my dick. So depressing. August was such a depressing month for me. I just spent August missing June, and that's not a productive way to spend your time. I did go on two vacations. Colorado was great. My family vacation was needed. I feel like we always need time with our family. Family is one tricky thing to navigate, I will say that, but I protect my family over everything. It's definitely one of those things. Someone, I don't have a brother, but like I could talk shit on my brother, but the second someone else tries to, no, absolutely not. No, thank you. Goodbye. Get out. And that's how family is. No matter how different I am than my family, I crave their approval over anything else. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even make sense. I think it's just part of the human condition. If I knew some of my family members as strangers and I wasn't blood related to them, I, I wouldn't necessarily care for their approval, but like because they're in my family, I need it. I need it. And that was one of my biggest takeaways from my recent family vacation. My aunt and uncle so generously rented out a house in Florida for the family at a beach that had white sand that no matter how hot it got, your feet would not burn on it. And that is a magical experience. And the beach was beautiful and the home was beautiful. And I would 1000% go back. The house was insane. It was four or five floors and so much room. And sometimes after spending enough time in my New York apartment, when I go into a space that's really big, I'm almost uncomfortable with the amount of space that I'm in. It's, it's like overwhelming how large it is. If I really put a microscope, okay, I'm not like actually frightened in a large living room. Let me make that clear, okay? Or putting a microscope into a feeling. Now, then I'm back in New York apartment. I'm like, damn, there's really not a lot of space around here. If I want to do some stretches, I got to move the coffee table and the chair one way or another. And I, it's made me a little inspired to rearrange my room or buy some new furniture. I'm always hesitant about buying new furniture as a renter because I don't know where the wind's going to blow me. And I don't know if we go back into lockdown, if I'm going to leave New York. That's what I kept telling my family. I said, if New York goes back into lockdown, catch me at a beach house, okay? I'm going to rally up the troops. We're going to get out of here. We're going to go to a beach house and enjoy yourself. Somewhere with a pool. You know me and pools. Me and pools are best friends. We go way, way, way back. That is my happy place. This house had a pool. Oh my gosh. A lot of pool owners say that you don't use it as much as you think you will. I disagree. I know myself. I will use that pool 
so often. It will be worth every penny. I will not not live in a house with a pool one day. Absolutely. Or rent one. Anyway, I'm looking at my bedroom right now and the bedroom that I stayed in at the beach house, it was a bunk bed. I was on the bottom bunk, but they were queen bunk beds. Let me tell you, bunk beds don't matter. Doesn't matter if you're in a bunk, if you're in a queen mattress. It is a lovely, cozy experience. And the bunk beds had three drawers built in below. And under the bed storage is great. I have technically under the bed storage, but it's just like various plastic bins and things that I've gotten at Bed Bath & Beyond and Target. And it's pretty cluttered looking. I have an organization system to it, but visually it's not that appealing. And I'm tempted to get a nice bed frame with under the bed storage. However... I don't want to get a bed frame and then have to move it somewhere, you know? And you never get what you pay for with selling furniture. I am not a good reseller. By the time I want something new, I'm just down to give give my items away. Whereas I have other friends, I've talked about this before, that they'll make a profit on what they buy. They will, and then they'll use that money to buy something else, and that's great. I would love to do that. Um, I just don't, it's not that I don't see it for myself. It's just that if I look into my history, it hasn't happened yet. So there's always the potential that it could happen, but I don't know. Also, I have this checkered rug. When I got it, I had another rug and it was a lot for a single person to lift up heavy items like a stuffed dresser and a bed. And I would just have to take all the furniture out of my room to try to get this rug out. So instead of taking the rug that I had out, I just put the checkered rug on top. And because of that, there's not enough space between the floor and my door to open smoothly. So every single time I walk in my room, whether I'm opening or closing the door, I have to push it to glide across the two rugs to get it closed. And that's something I want changed. I'm evaluating my space right now and I'm a high, higher functioning person when I'm in a clean space and clutter is overwhelming. And I just remembered that I signed up for a bar class. So we have to take a hiatus and I will do my bar class, come back shower and I will meet you right back here. I'm so glad I remember that. Bye. Thank you. Surprise. It has been six days. I went to my bar class and just never left. No, I went to my bar class and I came back here and I didn't feel much better. I will say I was proud of myself for getting out of a rut, getting out of the house and attempting to make myself feel better. I never regret going to exercise. However, it didn't cure me the way that I was anticipating or pleading. I took some time to rest. Oh God, it's gonna take everything in me to not say that it's game time, bitches. I took some time to rest, took some time to reflect and I got back into journaling and I'm here again to complete the episode. This week has been so up and down. My life has been so up and down and a lot of the ups are based out of distraction I learned and I needed to take some time this week to just really miss my mom. I actually attempted one previous time to record the episode and I I couldn't make it more than 15 minutes. Like I just broke into tears and hi Mazzy. Oh, you're I said I broke into tears and the cat came from underneath my bed to sit on my lap. And 
and a fun tropical song just passed by that our car stereo was playing. Wow. Okay, well, that was really nice. Now I feel even more comfortable than I did a minute ago. I broke into tears, and I know it's fine to sit on the podcast and cry about my mom. Everyone here has a heart, and no one would judge and everyone would understand there's nothing like losing mom it doesn't matter what your relationship is like with your mother it is intense to have your mom die bottom line it's a horrible traumatic complicated experience and i miss her so much and i just i bubble up every time i start talking about her for too much and recording that amongst a few other things had me realizing that maybe i haven't given myself space to grieve in a bit of time and maybe it's it's time to do that as hard as it is it sucks it sucks having to actually feel so many negative emotions for such prolonged periods of time it takes a toll it takes a toll on my body because it's not just a bad day it's a it's a bad experience and it's not just sadness that will pass it's sadness i'm gonna have to learn to live with and that's a heavy pill to swallow. However, I've been taking some measures into my own hands to experience this grief, and it's been a lot of laying in my bed and thinking and crying and journaling. Now, I talk about journaling often, and I have a notebook that I use all the time. However, it's not always diary entries. A lot of times it's to-do lists. A lot of times it's breaking down goals or it's doodles. It doesn't always have, you know, August 30th, 2021. I have anger, irritability, and stress crawling through every inch of my body, which is what I began doing on August 30th, 2021. I have my journal in front of me and I broke it down. I really just cried for help into the paper and it's such a release. And it is so cathartic to cry for help into a piece of paper. I have taken a this is personal information but whatever what what of this podcast isn't personal information i've taken a bit of a break from therapy i started to get quite angry at my therapist (laughs) so which you know is something to unpack in itself but i really care for her and i care about her and i want to keep the relationship good and i would like to what's the word I'm looking for? Not renew, because you don't really sign up for a membership. I would like to begin seeing her again in the future, but I think I need a moment to just be really angry to and get it out by pen and paper, because that's probably the most peaceful way to be aggressive, you know? I'm not fighting. I don't want to fight with anyone. I don't want to be verbally abusive, physically abusive, But if I can abuse a piece of paper with my pen, I'm pretty sure that's peaceful, you know? And it's been helping a lot. And I'm going to continue doing it. I've done it for one, two, three, four, five days now. And it's, it's been really helpful. And what I learned, I really only spent two of the five days having a really hard time. By Thursday, I had my first good day in a week. And... I I felt very motivated, I cleaned my space, and I ended up getting coffee with a friend, and that boosted my mood so much that we ended up just following the mood boost into Sunday. And here I am, Sunday, September 5th, 2021, in my new PJ set that I bought at Mirth yesterday, which is one of my favorite 
thrift vintage stores and it's this blue and white pinstripe I'm pretty sure it's Brooks Brothers PJ set it's this what is the material what is the material it's very light it's not linen and it's it's probably cotton and polyester to be honest but it's not silk was the point I wanted to create you know to get you to really visualize what I'm wearing and my hair is like down and it's freshly brushed and I went out last night and I curled my hair so it's silky smooth and a little curly I just feel clean and nice and calm and content I haven't felt content in maybe two weeks which is a feeling I've been chasing what's interesting is I have this app that I've been using to track my period and I log in how I'm feeling physically mentally and I notice the content and carefree notch that I can choose of how I'm feeling and I haven't clicked it once and I eye it every single day when I log how I'm feeling and I've just prayed to the heavens above like can I click this notch one day soon I would love to click it one day soon please and uh Sunday you know what I'm about to log it after I finish recording this you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to select that with pride so I'm feeling proud of myself. I also am stable enough to be proud of myself where if I, when I'm feeling less stable, it's um not as easy of a confirmation, but I just wanted to say thank you all and I'm grateful for you all. And I did record a Q&A all about family because I just come back from a family vacation last week and that was just on my brain and I wanted to answer your questions about family. So I have it. I'm a little shaken up because like I said, I did try to re-record and I broke into tears, had to take a break, recollected myself, but you know what? There's some great answers and I don't want it to go to waste. So without further ado, let's answer your questions that you asked on my Instagram. So the first question that we're gonna answer, which by the way, if you wanna participate in this part of the podcast, follow me at Lexi on Instagram, same as the podcast name, easy to find. Oh, I'm so worked up. Okay, let's move. Let's move through this. Let's move forward. So Tabitha C asked, if your family is toxic, is it okay to cut ties? Of course, it's your life. You can do whatever you want. I personally can't imagine me ever cutting ties with my family. I can imagine creating distance, but family is, I mean, I only have one family and people just like friendships you can grow together and then grow apart and you can grow back together it's interesting if I were to think of my family as little dots and to watch us over the course of my lifetime for instance to see which people were closer and then which other people were closer because I've had closer relationships with different aunts cousins whatever throughout my lifetime and they're they're changing so it'd be interesting to watch all the dots move throughout time family can be so complicated and i i really recommend that you don't cut ties with your family but i don't know the extent of it and if your family is incredibly toxic to a point of no return create that distance for yourself and you can make your own family you can friends can be family it's just it's a tricky tricky line to walk Clara not found said feeling disconnected and distant a lot of times when going through adolescence we begin forming opinions based off of people that we meet outside the family tribe and as we move on our own in our early 20s and so on 
we develop all these new experiences and create new opinions and have this whole new mindset that isn't the one that was provided for us from our immediate family and that can lead to a disconnect and feeling a distance towards each other but there doesn't need to be a lack of love good people come in all shapes and sizes from all walks of life and you can love your family and not agree with them doglian said boundaries setting and enforcing them you gotta know what what you're capable of and maybe that's a time limit like you know that on a family vacation you need an hour alone every single day so you can set that for yourself you can set like I'm gonna go on a run every single day and that's my me time you know if if your issue is too much time another example for boundaries the thing about I think creating boundaries with family is to create them as silently as possible and then if brought up express them so calmly and reasonably the thing that happens a lot of times in families is people will get closer and closer think of your boundaries as a fence people get closer and closer and you don't say anything until they're basically breaking your fence and then you explode so it comes off like you're the crazy one and in a lot of cases I think keeping up the fence metaphor or analogy saying like hey there's a fence right here watch out you're gonna walk into this fence just so you know there's a fence before they run into you and knock you over (laughs) m-m-a-a-f-f-e-e-r-r as just so unrelated why do you hate chicken i always talk about how i don't like chicken i don't mind diner chicken tenders with honey mustard and fries, uh, but I chicken gives me headaches, which doesn't even make sense. I don't know if there's any correlation uh, in the mainstream nutrition world, but I always get a headache after I eat chicken. If a restaurant has really nice meat entrees, I'm gonna choose steak or fish over chicken every single time. I just don't care for it. I think it's middle of the road, and it's I think it's overrated. I think chicken's overrated. Farah Bumeri asked, how to balance who your family sees you as and who you see yourself as. Yeah, this is definitely a common experience because you develop this reputation in your family from a young age and they sort of keep the narrative going. And if you've grown out of it, it can be difficult to show the new you, the new and improved and evolved you. And my best advice for a situation like this is share the new you in a group way. So let's say you've gotten really into music play them a song that you've created or um if you're I'm trying because I don't know how you're different editing Lexi I came up with another example if you changed your diet you became or lifestyle we should say became vegetarian or vegan cook the family a beautiful meal show them how lovely this new lifestyle is for you and how much you're enjoying it you don't need to prove yourself but invite them to meet the new you as opposed to letting it cause space or create barriers. Live Visuals asks, how do you deal with anti-vax family members? Encourage Pfizer, you know? FDA approved. You gotta figure out why she doesn't want to get it. Don't just come after her and say it's so stupid that you don't want to get a vaccine because technically everyone has a choice. If she feels there's not enough information out there, 
find some information for her. Make her feel safe. Because maybe she just doesn't feel safe getting it. So find that. Or maybe she feels like, oh, I don't even believe in COVID. It's not that big of a deal. Like, give some examples. Except I don't know how anyone would think that. But figure out her reason for not getting it. And then knowledge is your best defense. Alexandria Perez asked, what role do you play in your family? Oh, this is interesting. I play the independent one. I'm normally good vibes, but my family knows how to push my buttons. I'll certainly say that. They know. And I am not, I am not shy to having a breakdown. Uh, but more or less, I, I do my own thing. Julia Gallagher, 42. I feel like I've answered a question from her before. How long do you wait to introduce a significant other to your family? My personal opinion, this might be a bit of a hot take. Just throwing hot takes left and right these days. Uh, if you feel your significant other would get along with your family, I'd say as early as possible. Just see how it goes. You know, and I don't, I don't know your family, but that's what I would do with mine. If I met someone that I really thought my family would love... I'd want them to meet as soon as possible so I could get the confirmation because having my family's approval, it doesn't matter what I think of my family, what phase I am with my family. I care about their approval so much. I care so deeply about my family's approval. I am so desperate for their approval. And if I thought that my significant other would get along with my family, I would introduce them as soon as possible. I personally would love to have a boyfriend to bring around the family. I would love that. And if he got along with everyone and everyone got along with him, I mean, that sounds like a dream come true to me. Literally, my perfect man would be someone that I get along with on a one-on-one -on -one basis and we just get each other, but he also gets my family and he gets along with them. Like, that would be such a dream. However, if I had a significant other that I didn't think my family would approve of, I would do the opposite and keep them apart for as long as possible. I'd be like, nope, not gonna have them ruin this, not gonna have you ruin this for me. Brooke Bunn asked, if you were to have a sibling, would you want a brother or sister, older or younger? Ugh, I don't care. I always wanted a sibling. I would love maybe a brother. I feel like I would do well with a brother. I've always done, like, I get along really well with the men in my family. So I think it makes sense to have another one. Uh, so yeah, maybe older, younger brother. I'd be totally fine with a sister, too. I feel like I'd be a better older sister. So maybe a younger sister and an older brother. Ugh, that puts me in the middle, though. Mmm. Mmm. Whereas if there was, mmm. I don't really care. Because you don't get to pick your kids normally. So whatever would happen, but I, mom, if you're here, if you're somehow listening to this, I completely forgive you for not having a sibling. I'm sorry for being such an asshole little kid, not understanding how sick you were, that you couldn't have a kid. And I'm sorry for asking for siblings every Christmas. <laughs> KG Sal's asked, time in your life when your family disagreed with you. My family disagrees with me all the time. Oh my gosh, we disagree with each other all the time, but I don't think disagreements equal lack of love. KG Sells also asked, what do you butt heads with your family members about the most? Oh, for sure, vulnerability. All I desire from my family is to have them open up and share their heart with me. And some of them just simply aren't ready. They don't know how. And I'm like, come on, let's really connect. And they're like, I don't know how. I was born in the 60s. So that's that. <laughs> Q 
Keely Hutter asked, which one of your family members do you see yourself in the most? My grandpa on my mom's side. He and I, I've talked about him before. We got along on a spiritual level. I do not know how to make it make sense. There was something beyond words that we just understood about each other. We were absolutely cut from the same cloth. People would come up to my mom when my grandpa and I were hanging out and be like, why Why did that 8-year-old and 80-year-old get along so well? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. We were just pokey little puppies. We would take take our time. We loved to explore. He and I would go on really long walks together. He liked, um, I, don't, I guess, berry picking, but we'd also go driving up into the mountains and pick peaches, and we'd go bird calling. <laughs> Super old school activities, berry picking, bird calling. We'd sit by lakes. I don't even know what we would talk about, but he was the first person I would call when I was sick as a little kid. Did not matter because I would just be bored in class and then want to hang out with my grandpa. He was my best friend and I see myself in him a lot. Maybe not as much as I get older. I notice my aunt Paige at the beach and I see a lot of myself in her in terms of work and taste. She would put on her glasses and get on her phone and I just felt like I could see an older version of myself in her, which I don't know if I've ever really paid attention to before. And Aunt Paige is on my dad's side. It's my dad's sister. I don't know if I'm... I don't think I'm giving away too much personal information. I definitely want... I'm so protective over my family. It's interesting. I'm so protective over them. I've never really noticed that before. Uh, Sad but swag asks, does your family know you smoke and sometimes partake in shrooms acid? By the way, I love you. I've never tripped with a family member, no. But I've smoked with family members before. Uh, Never my dad. Would love to get high with my dad. Would love it. I don't think he ever would. But I dream of it. Oh my god. If me and my dad tripped acid, I would love to know what would happen. Ariella Chin asked, advice on how to handle a really loud family when I need my quiet space sometimes. Do you have a car? Because sometimes, just go run an errand. Go get a Diet Coke at McDonald's, you know? Just get out of the house, put on some music, Sing at the top of your lungs. That's what I would do when I was home last summer with my parents because we were quarantined. Like, we weren't going anywhere, really. Um, So we were just with each other all the time. But what we would do, our schedule was we decided we would have meals together. So I'd meet up with my mom and dad for lunch and dinner. My dad would make me a smoothie for breakfast, and we would go exercise together. Um, Such a good routine. I'm so grateful for that summer. Uh, but the other time I had to myself because we knew we had our family time scheduled in. So it wasn't just this indefinite when I was like, don't come into my room. I never had to do that because they knew they were going to see me. Whereas if I didn't create that time to spend with them, I wouldn't feel as comfortable talking about needing to spend time without them. Maria Madness. I don't know if you're going to like my advice for this. I don't know if it's the wise thing to say. Do you have any tips for me coming out to my family as bisexual? If I ever dated a girl, that would be when I I would come out to my family. But I've never felt the need to come out to my family because I've never had a reason to share that with them. If I fell in love with a girl, I'd cross that bridge when it came. But in the meantime, but being bisexual is just as big of a deal as you want to make out of it. And until you have a person that you're trying to share your life with and introduce that person to your family, I don't know if you necessarily need to come out. Like I said, though, I could see people disagreeing with this advice. So maybe take another opinion. Everyone, 
I'm emotionally exhausted. I've been so sad, so angry, so depressed, and I'm really impressed with myself for coming on and speaking with you. Thank you for being gentle with me. We're going to have this be a little short episode this week. I love you all so much. If you enjoy the podcast, leave it a good rating on the podcast app, and I will talk to you all very soon. XOXO, Lexi. Do you ever wonder what it's like to create a listening experience like this week to week? Do your friends always tell you that you should have a podcast? Well, now is your chance. Our podcast network, Podcast One, is looking for the next podcast star. Think it could be you? Enter the self-made podcast competition now to find out. All you have to do is visit launchpad1.com slash self-made for a chance to win a contract with Podcast One, valued at over $100,000 in promotion and so much more. Enter now until September 3rd and tell all your friends to listen and download. Go to launchpad1.com slash selfmade to find out more. See official rules and sign up for your chance to win. That's launchpad1.com slash selfmade. Hey guys, it's Brooke and Danielle from Gals on the Go podcast. It's very minimal change, but basically what Wait, I did... Uh, can we talk about the TikTok? Because I saw you deleted it and I need to know that... <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you're bringing it up... <laughs> On our show, we talk about everything from college, lifestyle, to navigating your 20s and beyond. And there's always that quote that people say, like, if they like you, you'll know. If, you do, if they don't, you'll be confused. But some people I don't know. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states.